0: Good. (laughs) morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day, and I'm so excited to be sitting down with a woman I like to hump on the daily.
1: (laughs) Taylor Strecker. Hi, Taylor Strecker. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. I'm so excited to be here. You know this is my
0: favorite place to (laughs) be. It truly is. Are you still feeling insecure about your hey, girl, hey? We talked about that on your podcast. I'm
1: over it. I love it. and It's the best. And now I have something I have to ask you. What? How would you feel if I changed it to hey, girly, girl, hey? No. <laughs> first of all, girly
0: girl is my thing. I know <laughs> it. I fucking know it. And second of all, like, don't mess with perfection. Hey, girl, hey. Like, it's okay. truly
1: perfect. Okay, thank you. I will, I will get be off my job. confident <laughs> in it.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so jet-lagged. I know. Okay, well, so, first of all, Taylor is here. She's one of my favorite co-hosts, host of the Taylor Strecker Show on Patreon. She does a daily show also. You're so funny. We, You know what's so funny? Every time you come here, you, like, have to be, like, a publicist for the Vanderpump Rules crew. <laughs> And it's today, un- it's unfucking believable. Your timing is impeccable. I'm We've actually had this on the schedule for over a week. <laughs> like, like for real. Yeah. And now you're just coming here on the heels of major Vanderpump Rules news. I know. It's our top story today. I know. You just got back from LA, hanging out with the VPR crew. Yeah. But before we get into Tom and Katie, how's the VPR galley's doing?
1: They're so good. Um. So Stassi and Bo, that's like obviously who I'm staying with the whole time. So actually, I had a gift for you specifically. From Bo, so Stassi from Bo. is a daily listener of the Morning Toast. Now you know what
0: I I yeah. did know that, yeah. um, and we're hoping to secure her um, for a guest co-host when yeah. she comes
1: to promote her book. She was talking like she was definitely going to come do it.
0: Oh my god, I cannot believe. So- but- that-
1: she was like, I'm nervous because now morning. I'm like a fan.
0: Oh my God, the thing is, is that The Morning Toast, we, I don't know if you know this, but we recently found out that Kylie Jenner listens to The Morning Toast. Shut the fuck up. It's like 90%- conspiracy. Hi Kylie. No, it's, it's it's 10% conspiracy, 90% facts. I think it's facts. No, we like know. But like, we're not like 100% sure, but like we know. tell me how you know. I'll tell you later. Okay, fine. Honestly, obviously you don't listen to The Toast because we've been talking about it all week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little busy doing two hours. I can't believe you do two hours a day. I can't either, honestly. Like even in LA sauce, it's like, you work too hard. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So... Who knows what the future holds? But for now, two hours daily. It's, um, it's not video. It's audio. But you should check it out. You but should. she started listening to, she's like, you know, her book's coming out. She's like kind of like ready to get back into the world. Yeah. And so she said that her first foray was, we just, I was on her Patreon. She just talked about it. January 1st of 2022. She told herself, I'm going to start listening to podcasts again There are like, not just like true crime yeah. and history and shit like mm-hmm. that. And so she started with you guys.
0: Wow, that is so flattering. And she's, like, a big
1: fan. And she's also listening to Taste of Taylor, which of is course, my podcast. Of course. Um, But it's a big thing to, like, listen to your friends yes, and enjoy it. I know. So, anyway, but so she was listening, and she has just, like, on in the house, and you guys are talking about the Rams before the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And so Bo sent me home with a Rams <laughs> champion hat for you. <laughs> That's actually a
0: hilarious, hilarious
1: gift. Which I fucking left on my kitchen table. You're such a dope. Like <laughs> I mean, do we want to talk about our text exchange and, trying to confirm today? Uh, you are the I only, was gonna post it.
0: you you should. You're the only okay. person on the planet who doesn't respond to a text message for <laughs> hours. Like that's insane. Claudia, I live in the moment. No, you don't.
1: Every time I'm with you, you're on your phone. <laughs> Not of truth. <laughs> no, I'm only on my phone with you guys because you guys are all on your phone and I feel uncool. Okay, don't and project. It's like a Paris Hilton prop. Don't project your insecurities
0: onto me, bitch, okay? So, no, I am like... <laughs> When my phone's
1: down, my phone is down. down. So... You were in LA. I know you were like batch recording podcasts. Like back to back to back doing all this stuff. But like like, I just me, wanted you, to bud. confirm
0: you. You were the last one to confirm before I could post the schedule, get the toasters excited. Right. Well, I when I saw the schedule go up immediately after I understood... <laughs> the
1: anger the deep rage I was like, coming where the from fuck her. are
0: you like it's one thing not to answer for like 20 minutes 30 minutes but like four hours can i read it yeah it's like really i, I was gonna I was post it really fucking but then i was like
1: wait i'm scared people it. i think she's being too big of a bitch <laughs> no you can post it okay so basically okay okay taylor okay when are you back this is uh friday at 3 24 p.m when are you back i'm scheduling you for wednesday on the toast does it work for you at five twenty three, two that hours is later, two hours it's actually a lot. One hour and fifty nine minutes later, two hours. Okay, yes. Taylor in all caps, bitch. If you don't answer me, <laughs> and so my wife texted me. Oh, I also texted your wife, and I and was, was
0: like, <laughs> "Tell your bitch ass wife." <laughs>
1: to fucking check her phone so anyway i got chase first and i was like shit so i wrote god i'm sorry and then what claudia time goes, did you
0: finally respond
1: huh what time did you finally respond fucking two hours later okay 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 and then she just goes wednesday question <laughs> mark i said yes we'll be back wednesday exclamation point and then she wrote great in all caps bye <laughs>
0: I um, guess if you don't know me like I, that does sound rude <laughs> but like I am just like I'm all business you know I'm I know a business woman no and I and I respect your boss business vibe and you look like a boss business lady today you look stunning
1: thank you where's this outfit from let me guess Zara okay top is Zara yeah shoes are Zara Uh
0: uh-huh.
1: um ring is my ex-husband <laughs> <laughs> and then the pants are fucking fabletics Wow, and you look I am great, and I am here for Thank you. You look great. I like you in neon. Thank you so much. I, look, so I don't welcome. look as great as you. So anyway, I forgot your present. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll like, suck desk thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Stassi and Bo say hi. Oh my god, I cannot believe Stasi's like a morning like a routine listener. Like
0: she's DM'd me it. and Jackie a few times about things we spoke about on the toes, yep. and she was like, but I didn't know that meant like Homegirl was tuning in every day. You just love to see like women lifting up other women. Yes, right. Yes.
1: So they're great. They're getting ready for the wedding. Oh, right. I am. Uh, so I announced oh, fuck do i do it. Fuck it do it so it's coming out like in two weeks on taste of taylor should i just say there is an announcement about the wedding fuck you no i'm gonna I mean, give I- you i'm gonna give you firsthand <laughs> tom and katie shit okay, so i'm fine. saving this for me taste of taylor there's an announcement about stassi and Bo's wedding that we talk about on taste of taylor and do i know what it is yeah, yeah i think okay. you do so should I blurt it out? Don't I'm you gonna, fucking I, dare! I, 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 <laughs> but I have to get a really great dress for it. Yeah. And so I'm like fucking panicking about it. Okay, you're that. talking a lot about it. I think people are going to be able to guess. They can
0: guess. Okay. But if they want to confirm it. Taste of Taylor. Taste of Taylor. So you're joining me today, co-hosting with The Toast. We're going to dive into the Fast Five. Obviously, I really want to pick your brain about Tom and Katie. Because I'm like left here like devastated with my heart in a million pieces. I'm really sad too. Um and it's also Wednesday which is our Dear Toaster's Day where people write in for some advice and for some reason you randomly have co-hosted like five Wednesdays in a row and I think you give really good advice just because you've lived like a really interesting life. Thank you. And I think you've like made mistakes and built yourself up many times both personal and in business. So I feel like yep. you actually offer like
1: Wise wisdom. I'm incredibly wise, thank yeah. you, which is actually code for old, which I also am. <laughs> and um, no, but I just feel like I can really see the world from like everyone's perspective almost now, not everyone's, but like a lot. Like, yeah. even like my dad, I feel like I get his vibe for the first mm-hmm. time in my life. So, yes, thank you. I'm great at advice. It's beshared that I'm here. It's beshared. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank
0: you for coming. Thank you. And I'm really excited to just like poke and prod you for questions. So, I think we should just dive in. Let's do. Here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Thank <sniffs> And today's episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter uses its powerful technology to find and match the right candidates up with your job. Then it proactively presents these candidates to you. You can easily review these recommended candidates and invite your top choices to apply for your job, which encourages them to apply faster. Their technology at ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And according to the latest research, 90% of employers plan to make enhancing the employee experience a top priority in 2022. After all, a happy workplace is key to attracting and keeping great employees. Find the right employees for your workplace with ZipRecruiter. Try it for free at this exclusive link ziprecruiter.com/toast. That's ziprecruiter.com/t o a s t. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Today's episode is also brought to you by FrameBridge, which is personally like a favorite sponsor of mine. I have so many FrameBridge items in my home and also FrameBridge is just reinventing the framing industry because the framing industry is archaic. So FrameBridge makes it easy and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving your home. You can add a gallery wall to your home office. You can send the perfect gift from art prints and diplomas to the photos just sitting in your phone. You can FrameBridge just about anything. Here's how it works. Go to framebridge.com and upload your photo or if you have a physical photo, they'll send you packaging to save. Mail it in, preview your photo in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Then you'll choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at Framebridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door. Instead of the hundreds you would pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39, and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at Framebridge.com when they use the code Toast. So you can order online at Framebridge.com, or you can stop by one of their stores in New York, D.C., Atlanta, Philly, Boston, or Chicago. Get Started today, frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use the promo code toast to save an additional 15% off your first order. Framebridge.com, promo code toast, framebridge.com, promo code toast. If you've moved moved into a new apartment, a new office, it's like the perfect way to personalize your home. And it's so affordable. Like framing does not need to be so expensive. I don't know like why these framers have been acting out of control for years. Okay. So let's dive into the Fast Five. Obviously, the thing on everyone's mind, People Magazine, Vanderpump Rules, Tom Schwartz, and Katie Maloney <clears throat> split after 12 years together. Although we may be on different paths, they say, we will continue to love and support one another's happiness. Thank you for all the kind words.
1: So they both post, there was like a bunch of rumors floating around. Yeah, like break that down. So I have known about this for a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. And it has like been an ongoing thing. Like I don't even think I was privy to like the length of time that this has been going down. And But having... Having been married before and then like going through a divorce and separation, I actually like, I know how it goes down and it takes, it does not happen overnight. It takes forever. It's a crack and then it's a full. You got it. Okay. Okay.
0: So. There were rumors going on about it. And honestly, I didn't really believe it because... How, when did the rumors
1: start? Like a couple days ago. Yeah, and I was like, oh, uh, I just wouldn't talk to anybody. I know, <laughs> you were in L.A. And then I saw your stories, like, weren't you with them both? So this is the thing is, like, it really is amicable and it's not bullshit, Good. you know? And so it's like, I know, conscious uncoupling, blah, blah, blah. But that's like Gwyneth. And I actually do love Gwyneth now, but she uh, can I just, would take a bullet for her. Right, but she can be a little... Um, like, it's just so easy. Right. I woke up like this vibes and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, But in this case, I mean, they are... I can't even, like, talk about the Bubba of it all because it, like, breaks my fucking heart. I know. But, like, this is... They are still, like, socializing together. Like, Good. we were... So, the news... So, I knew about it, like, a couple weeks ago. And then when I got out there we had dinner, me and Stassi and Katie. So, of course, like, we, like, talked more about it. But, like, I even kind of felt like maybe I felt like, as somebody who loves a relationship, like, I was like, is there a world in which maybe there could be? Is, like, a trial or something? And who knows what the future holds, is I guess what I'm trying to say. But, like... I also like, but that's the thing about relationships—you never like it, nothing is ever fully set in stone. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah. So I was just kind of like trying to be supportive and not like stick my nose in too much. Yeah, of course, because it's so hard,
0: especially when you've been together for so long, and especially when your relationship has been on national television for so long, and people just love to criticize. Yes. And Tom and Katie like have been the butt of a lot of jokes. Yes. Which is just annoying. And now I think like people who you know are like trolling them online were like we we knew we were oh which is just like such a fucking annoying thing to say. So I do have to say. I was left kind of breathless by Tom Schwartz's statement. Yeah. Which was just shocking to me because, first of all, he kind of let us know, like, Katie's the one leaving him. Katie's the one who's decided this marriage no longer works for her. She's no longer happy. Yeah. Which I love because I think we've seen on the show for a while, and the show's not everything, but, like, she deserves more, and she deserves better. Yeah. And she's just been, like, you know miles ahead of him when i think when it comes to like maturity absolutely and and so i thought this was such a mature statement i'm gonna read it because i was like not to be dramatic like i was breathless i was like i was too okay so this is what he wrote well this sucks how am i supposed to capture 12 years of love in a fucking canned instagram caption what picture am i supposed to use is there a go-to breakup font i wanted to clear the air on some of the rumors floating around katie and i are separating i'm not quite really used to the d word yet because it's too painful yes my heart aches but I'll be okay not looking to evoke any sympathy here I'm not the victim not gonna write a sad too, not gonna write too sad a song I fully respect Katie's decision and we've had a healthy productive conversation about it it would be far sadder if she decided to stay with me while not happy after nine years on reality TV show it d- feels a little tone-deaf to say please respect our privacy right. especially while posting this so instead I'll ask you to please be kind I don't judge you for any snap judgment If I was watching us on Vanderpump Rules for the last nine years, I'd be making them too. Perception gets skewed because of seeing snippets of our lives on the show, but I'm telling you we had some of the most blissful, romantic, fun times humanly possible over the course of our relationship. I'm talking heaven on earth level of joy. I know. I'm like literally going to cry. I mean, too. She taught me so much about love and being a better partner. It's hard not to feel like a statistic, another failed marriage. I don't look at it as a failure, as sad as I am. Still happy to say there's no anger or bitterness. Zero. Still so much love for you, Katie, and your family. I don't think we were ever a model couple. Maybe we are a model divorce. A dubious title, I suppose. Also, I'm aware of the tragedies taking place in the world right now. I have perspective. I'll be fine. So I'll shut up now and say it one last time. Love you, bub. Always and forever, you'll be in my heart. On my ass? Maybe not so much. And then a couple pictures. Like, I thought... I mean, the best pictures ever. The, yeah. end, the last one, Kill Me, where he was, like, passing her, like, an April Spritz. Yeah. The <sighs> thing is, is, like, it makes me, like, annoyed at him because I, I felt as a fan of the show, like so frustrated with him over the last yes. couple of years, it's like your wife is so much smarter than you, so much more mature than you. Like she's always right. And like, you don't listen to her and you don't even like have the amount of respect that you should have for your wife. Right. And so on one hand, I'm like extremely happy for Katie. I do think like she's going to get, get into another relationship and yeah. see like what it's really supposed to be like. Right. But when people have been together for so long and we feel a part of their journey, like I do feel like a twinge of sadness. Like I feel, I feel like it's the right thing to do. But I just, I don't know why I feel so invested.
1: It's, I've been watching the show, I guess, for, what yeah. is it, eight to nine years. Well, and that's the thing about Katie and Tom is, like, they were so honest about the relationship and their flaws. I know. Which made them relatable. Yeah, but it also, you know, made them victim to, like, trolls. Totally. And people saying really mean things. So I will say that I was kind of holding out hope. Like, I was like, maybe you just you? do, like, a, I was like, maybe just do a separation. Right, maybe part. Maybe this, that, and the other. And then when the, so... I, like I said, I knew about it a couple weeks ago. I got out there. I obviously started learning more about it. But then the rumor started. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Because I knew I was going to get asked. I'm like, on the Taylor Strucker show, yes. I, have, I have, like, people that work at People on my yeah. show. And I'm like, damn it. Like, and I can't confirm anything. But I also don't like lying. Yeah, of course. So, um and then when we were out there, um a news story broke that, like, uh, there had been confirmation from James. and They right. fucking dick. Yeah. And so, and obviously, like, Katie and Tom, th- that's the thing, too, is, what, like, when I say... Like, they're, like, navigating this, trying to figure out wh- right. how they're going. Like They wh- weren't
0: withholding. They were no. figuring it out. Yes.
1: Like, they needed, like, a second to, like, like, even in their own relationship, talk it through. Right. Before they're making this, like, public statement. Right. And then fucking James Kennedy takes You're it from so them. He's annoying. such a dick. Every time he makes, like,
0: a little progress on the show, like, he just... One step forward, three steps so back. So, like, when he's
1: commenting on their shit, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, James. Yeah. But, um... But the very next day it was Ocean's first birthday. And we were at Jack's and Britney's for it. They hosted it, which was very nice of them. It was really nice. Really nice. But it was like very like mermaidy theme. Cute. It was really cute. How are Jack's and Britney doing? They're good. Good. They're
0: really good. good, good you good. know them. You were at their wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I I mean I haven't seen them on TV in a while.
1: Right. And so I just like I, always I miss forget them. that because like they all are so themselves. And they're so in close person. in real life. Yeah. I like forget that they're Who's not on, on the show. Kristen. Chris and Doty was there at the party. Good, I'm so glad. I love these. This I had room. A, ke- a little kiki with Raquel about James. Oh, uh, what did she, was James there? Or no, no, he was not. Good. Um, she's thriving. Good. I actually really like her. After good, she was like making it a point to like kind of say to people like, I get that you have an opinion about me from that, and like I get it too, mm-hmm. and like I'm a different person now, and I'm free. So good, good for her. Sheena looked right through me, per usual.
0: I actually just saw Sheena at the. Academy of Country Music Awards. Oh shut up! Yeah, and I saw Brock too, and I was like shook by Brock's girth in person. Right?
1: Yeah, he is Jason Momoa. Yeah. Tay, my Tay, who's a the a lesbian. Yeah. Was like, he is the hottest man I've ever seen. Really? And it made me furious. Oh
0: my god. I did never, you know, thought that would be Tay Donna Houston. I know.
1: Right? I know. She likes the thicky thick thing. <laughs> You are sick. Um, so, but no, she did actually, we talked at the end, but um, she has every right to look through me. I have talked nothing but bullshit about her for no, so decades. At least
0: you acknowledge that.
1: Um, but yeah, so, but Katie and Schwartz were there and seemingly arrived together. I mean, they oh, live like around the corner. Do they still live together? They're living together right now, yeah. Good, okay. So, um, so when I say it's amicable, it's like totally not bullshit. Like okay. they showed up to the party, they were like, you know, a little sadder versions of themselves, right. but like they were still, they're still friends. They still in the, the same friend group. I saw some people writing, like, there's no way they could be broken up because Stassi was just seen like with Schwartz on Sunday and she wouldn't do that. It's like, no, they're, they're all, all best friends, friends of like 10,
0: 15 years. Yeah, I
1: mean, Schwartz is gonna be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like their wedding now. They the bridal party was like super big before, but like now it's a much smaller guest list. Right. So it's a smaller bridal party, but like Schwartz is still like very much a part of like Bo's bridal groom right. entourage. Right. Yeah. So no, they're actually it's it's amicable.
0: Good. Okay. I mean,
1: genuinely not bullshit. It's so sad, but I do think it's the
0: right decision for everyone involved. I know. And I'm looking forward to Katie, like, getting into, when when the time is right, like, getting into a new relationship and seeing, like, wow, you know, I could be valued. I and know. I could be with someone, you know, on my level in terms of, like, emotional maturity. Yeah. And emotional intelligence. Like, I'm excited she for her. She deserves that. And they both deserve to be... Happy. Happy, exactly.
1: I just... I just, honestly, like, I just don't think that they are right for each other, honestly. No, I agree. And um, I think that they both actually see that now, now too. Now, yeah. But but I think that they'll still be friends. I really, I'm, I'm. I don't think it's going to end up like me and husband. Nobody wants enemies. No, I have so many. I can, sp- i speak to that very well. <laughs> okay, next story
0: is a continuation on a story that's been going on for literal months. Yeah, Kanye West harassing and terrorizing everyone. Speaking on of social enemies, media. Kanye West has is worried Pete Davidson will get Kim hooked on drugs. So Kanye West is now concerned about Pete Davidson's influence on Kim Kardashian. The Yeezy designer went on a social media tear against Pete this Wednesday, saying he's really concerned Davidson will get his ex-wife hooked on drugs. He said, I'm really concerned that Skeet will get my kids' moms hooked on drugs. He's in rehab every two months. It's unclear what made Kanye discuss Pete Davidson's history with drugs as the comment he screenshotted that was the picture was, the way Skeet used Kim's marital status to address Kanye was a sneak diss towards her, and she didn't even catch it. Okay, I can't. He's, it's every day, it's like a new story about I his know. Instagram. This is like, you think it's like he can't go any lower, and then he goes low. Like He's- using someone's substance problems issues and addiction against them like that's just so low yep and this whole situation like has just made me like really fall in love with Pete Davidson like, I agree the way he's just like standing up for Kim and like being such a stand-up guy and like showing up for the kids like
1: and even being like when he was texting Kanye on Sunday right. and saying like dude I'll meet with you like, yeah, he's go. a stand-up guy and he's like I have mental health so do you so he like gets it yeah but I mean, Kanye is just out of
0: control. I know. And I when this whole journey first started for Kanye, like being an animal on social media, at first I was like, you know what? I don't think we should discuss it. He's obviously, you know, mental health going yep. through like a bout of, you know, issues with his mental health. Right. But now it's just been so long where like I'm so fucking annoyed at Kanye.
1: Like he might have lost me forever. Like I'm so done with him. He will have me because of college dropout. Like that album is my everything. And that also like ages me, but whatever. It does, yeah. But I do think that. Especially with people being like, I had, I have lived mm. with mental health problems, but it's not an excuse to be like this abusive. Right? That actually is shining such a light on it, where I think we are allowed to be like, listen, I just had um, this great guy, Jared Lipscomb, on my um, show, and he is a, like a big part of like the Free Britney movement, and so a lot of the Free Britney people are like on Team Kanye mm. because of like Kim stuff in the past. It, like, it's very like twisted. Yeah. And he was saying like, "No, I'm sorry, but like mental health issues are not a reason to be like abusive towards other people. Like there, like there is medication, there is help at his fingertips. Especially right. someone like Kanye who has so much access. And then you think of like
0: right. how this happens to like so many women on like such a small scale, and they don't have like what Kim has. Kim has like you know round the clock security right. and all these different like people who work for her, and just all these." Levels of protection. And it's just, like, it's not funny. Like, I don't enjoy, like, talking about these stories whatsoever. Like, right. I really have started to, like, fucking hate Kanye. He's,
1: he's, you know, he's a control freak. And yeah. we can see it every single day that he's harassing them. It's abuse. Um, it is. And I'm just happy she is Pete. And he's, Me like, too. he really is everything everything I know
0: like what this started out as like obviously like a rebound a fling but like I'm now feeling like these two could get married like right no like the way he's a real deal and they've been through now like so much trauma together and that really builds people to like bonds relationships I can't see them long term though I
1: know I couldn't but like now I can Maybe. What, what, what do you think the deal is with him, though? Because he has these like fast and furious relationships, right. and then like it's like super hot and heavy, and they get engaged, mm-hmm. and then the second they're engaged, it burns out like immediately. Right, and it's like is the burning out
0: on behalf of Pete or of the lady? I mean, you're it's, right, it's got to involve him to some PD degree. and Denver you know, Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande. Yes. And you're right, like, but this Kim thing has been going on since October, so it's not
1: like nothing. I don't know. Do you feel like he got, like, is there any world in which he just got, like, cast for the new Hulu show? Like, Hulu show. Like, this no, is his oh my job? God. Do not
0: spew that Kardashian. That is, okay, that shit bothers me so much. Like, how every like, everything, it's, you know, it's so funny. It's actually really similar to what people say about Taylor Swift. Like, how everything she does, like, has to be, like, some sort of calculated thing for her
1: image. Like, like she's never just living. Wait, right, can people just live? Can, We're can just you living our lives. No, and, like, can I live? Yes, she can live. Can she Fine, live? it's real. It's real.
0: Yeah. Did you see the trailer for the Hulu show? Yes. I thought it looked amazing. I
1: had chills. Chills. Everywhere. Everywhere. I've turned the corner on the Kardashians. I'm like finally fucking on board. Okay, my God. I mean, it's... It's l- way long overdue. It's I know. I shouldn't even be allowed. Do you think it was internalized
0: misogyny from you being in the closet? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: okay now um, nobody can come for me right right
0: no like you have a reason let and me just discuss. let me just drape my gay cloak over myself <laughs> um okay next story is about rihanna pregnant rihanna says she's in when she's in her third trimester no says she's in her third trimester and she will be psycho about protecting her baby uh-huh. so rihanna's not playing around about her baby on the way during a recent interview with Elle, the pregnant 34 year old singer opened up about her future life as a mom sharing that she's entered her third trimester wow i thought she was so much earlier on the artist who's expecting her first baby with ASAP Rocky said that as a fan of the Real Housewives franchise, she thinks her parenting style to be similar to the Real Housewives of New Jersey's Teresa Giudice. Oh, jeez! Teresa from Jersey does not play about her kids. She will flatten you about those kids. And that resonates with me a lot because I feel like that's the type of mom I'm going to be. Psycho about it. The Grammy winner, Grammy winner then quipped that she'll actually be worse than Judy Che Adding, you'll talk about my kids. It's over. Oh my, that's iconic that she referenced The Real Housewives of New Jersey. She loves Bravo. I know. Heather
1: Gay's her favorite, right? <coughs> Is she? Yes. Heather Gay might be my least favorite housewife to ever grace <gasps> the stage. We must discuss. Well, I will say this. I've always loved Heather. Whitney, I have like my finger on. Because I'm I like, l- I can't quite tell with her. I loved
0: Wh- Heather and... I really loved Heather the first season, and she's had such a fall from grace. Like, she's the way she acted this entire season was disgraceful and embarrassing and beyond messy. For me, it
1: was the reunion that sealed the deal of me being like, come on, Heather, get it together. No, and you're better than this. Winnie
0: and Heather were and so— And Winnie's about influence. Yes, Winnie and Heather were so out of control, they actually made me feel bad for Lisa Barlow.
1: Me too. I love Lisa Barlow. I kind of love her too. <laughs> she can call me a whore all she wants. Yeah,
0: I mean, and I did fuck half of New York. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, ride or die wholeheartedly for Meredith Marks.
1: See, that's where we have to differ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you watch really, it? Meredith yeah. Marks.
0: Yeah, Come she's one hundred percent right about everything. Tell me what she did wrong, and I'll and I'll fight you on it. Um, her outfit choice. Okay, that's not <laughs> agreed. But see, that's that's what someone would say who doesn't have an, a legitimate gripe with Meredith Marks. I know. Marks. I know. I went low. <laughs> Do you have a legitimate right with Meredith Marks? Because I'll fight you on that. Um,
1: the way she speaks, I mean,
0: she's again, a human Xanax.
1: Again, again, <laughs> low blow. Say something concrete. Say something wrong she actually did. Um, was not a good communicator about when her dad's uh, memorial was. What the fuck does she owe these, <laughs> these women? Seriously, what the fuck does she owe these women? She just comes across like. And in the reunion, I think we we found. She's hiding something when I'm actually in no relationship. She's so. not.
0: I think maybe she just doesn't want to share her lives with these women because they're fucking evil and they turn on each other every 10 seconds. Then as Andy Cohen said to Ramona, then don't go on a reality TV show. Why? It's a job. And I think she participates. She shows up to everything. Mary shows up to nothing. That's also fair. She shows up to everything and she gives it a go. She Okay. She was team Mary. Ride or die for Mary. The women left her out there to die with her only life raft being Remy. (laughs) I mean Remy. I want (laughs) Mary. Every single woman on the show like turned their back on her. She had no fucking friends. I guess
1: so. We've, we've seen a lot of housewives Why in that debate. and do it's so hard? Because she's right. You I, know, this makes me so upset in our friendship because we are always on the like opposing sides and, of housewives. Bethany versus Jill, where were you? Oh, Jill was at Ocean's party. Isn't that wild? What? I know. I was like shook. Um, I would say back in the day. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard to transport back there. I guess I would have to say Bethany. But like now in retrospect, Jill. I was team Jill from the start. Okay, so I guess we're not totally on opposite islands. Even
0: No, but even though in the Bethany versus Jill saga, in the moment, like, Jill was wrong. Like, she was just being so hard on Bethany. Right. For Like, for what reason? For what? She was like, I'm the boss of you, and, you know, do the what I say. The power dynamic shifted, and Jill wasn't ready for it. Exactly. Um, but back to Rihanna. Yes, please. What do you think about her pregnancy
1: style? Like, everywhere she goes, her belly's out, which I fucking love. I'm here for it. I think she's such an icon. I mean, I just, like, can't believe... That someone gets to be her child. I know the depths of jealousy that that's I go so into. True. I'm like so mad at my mom that she's not Rihanna. You know, I know, know. That's I know. Such how good dare call. she. Mm-hmm. And your dad's not ASAP Rocky. Oh, how dare my dad! I mean, I won't even speak to him anymore because he's not a billionaire. Oh, like stop wasting my Tell life. Her. <laughs> 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 that might be one of the most fucked up things you've ever said.
0: <laughs> and that's like a long Saying list of things. A lot. <laughs> oh my god, no! You're right. Like Rihanna's oh. baby's like just like so blessed. Um. And what do you think, what is your, like, now that, you know, two of my sisters have babies, like, I think about this a lot, like, you know, posting your baby on social media now, like, a lot of your friends have a lot of kids, like, what are your thoughts
1: on it? You know, I'm like... I'm, I think I'm totally fine with it for, especially moving forward I mean like if I'm going to have this child in my life and pay for all of its shit oh. it needs to pull its own weight and it can do so on social media 100% you know so I that's why I'm also very much here for it I don't know I mean there's sometimes with Tay's only because Tay's sister is private on Instagram where like we post our nephews and I get like pangs of like worry like, I know just she a second. care You're she t- doesn't care but like I just get nervous about it yeah. and then like I'm like god forbid anything bad happened like and I, if it was your fault so I guess we shall see. Yeah, but like I'm very, I'm very cautious with other people's kids. Like before I post about Hartford, I asked Aussie, right. like always, because now I'm like in a family where we don't post our kids on social media. You don't? No. How does how does
0: that? I work mean, for you, I totally respect it, especially when we've been through some of these scandals that we've been scandals. through. We've seen like a particularly dark, disgusting corner of the internet. Yeah, one that you would never want to expose a child to. Um, and I totally I agree with their decision.
1: I just don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, what do you think Krihana is going to do? I, I think like, she'll be protective as fuck.
0: I think it's becoming more and more um, popular for celebrities to not show their kids on social media. And I actually think it's the right decision. People are so fucking crazy.
1: I think that's why she's showing her stomach so much. Because she's like, right. this is the last
0: time you'll see this baby. And you're never going to get another album. So... <laughs> Ever. Ever. Um, We've got more stories for you, and they're brought to you by Stamps.com. Time is money. Don't waste either with repeated trips to the post office. With Stamps.com, you can skip the trip and focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer, and it saves you money in the process, so you can spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been an indispensable, resource for over 1 million businesses. They give you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. And you get discounts you can't find anywhere else like 40% off USPS, 76% off UPS. So whether you're sending invoices, you have a side hustle Etsy shop, a full blown warehouse shipping out orders, stamps.com is here to make your life a little easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. Stop overpaying for shipping with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code toast for a special offer that includes a four week trial, free postage and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page and enter code toast. Okay, next story is, oh okay, I need to I know you like are not familiar with the Flipper Flop drama. I'm not, but Flipper Flop has officially been canceled. Thanks to Tariq El Moussa's complicated love life. Okay. Oh, so it's, it, okay. okay. Tariq from, like, Selling Sunset. Yeah. Okay. So years ago, there was this couple, Tariq and Christina El Moussa, and they had a show called Flipper Flop. Okay. And they were, like, a bargain basement version of Chip and Joe. Like, right. they had the tackiest style. Their homes are heinous. And they, like, clearly hated each other. <laughs> but, like, I think it did pretty well for HGTV. Okay. Then, one day, like, it was the perfect family, you know? And they had, like, multiple kids. One day, this news story comes out. It was like a live reporting from TMZ. Tarek fled the house, wielding a gun. Stop. Went into the mountains. There was like a helicopter chasing him. It was chaotic. Stop. Chaos. Then, we never heard what happened. Like, it was just like silence. And then they, shortly after, got divorced. Okay. Well, yeah. Which was just like, you know, fans of the show were like, obviously, this is the end of the show. It's like a couple. Right. But then they started to do the show like as divorced parents and it was like, okay, fine, whatever. Did the they sh- hate each other a little bit less? No, like the show totally <laughs> went downhill, but like they kept the jig up. Okay. Then they both like started having like the most bizarre romantic lives. Like Christina, the wife, right. has been like married and d- divorced, I think once or twice. Stop. She she was married to, or, or da- yeah, married to Aunt Anstead, who's now dating Renee Zellweger. Jesus Christ. It's just so weird. Now she's engaged to another guy Whose sister used to host a podcast with Heather Ray Young. Like, no! It's so twisted if, if and messy. Somebody once made a TikTok of like all the relationships they've had since they've got divorced and how they're all like inextricably
1: linked. Are they torturing each other through dating? I don't know. So and they're just like so beyond Is messy. Is Heather Bay a pawn? Yes. Really? But all
0: this time, the show has just like limped along. Yeah reflecting where they're at in their lives. But as of this week, the show has officially been canceled. Are you excited or sad? I mean, I haven't watched the show in years. It's literal trash. <laughs> um, but after nine years, the exes, Tarek and Christina Al Moussa, have vaguely announced that they're ending their popular HGTV series, Flip or Flop, without giving viewers a real reason why. But now, page six says there seems to be one. Christina, who's now Christina Hack... Initially said she was filled with gratitude to have filmed 10 seasons of the show, but didn't mention her ex by name in the social media post. Okay, She wrote, bittersweet news to announce. It's the end of an era. Next week's episode of Flipper Flop will be the series finale. Oh, wow. She gave fans like no heads up. Heads up. Meanwhile, Tarek, who shares 11-year-old and 6-year-old with Christina. Right. Announced his appreciation for the viewers who supported him over the years and teased a new project. He said, you watched me beat cancer. Oh my God, I didn't know that. You've watched the babies grow into the most amazing little humans and everything in between, but I'm not going anywhere and I can promise you that you're going to love what comes next. Oh God. So a source told the Post that following Tarek's marriage to Heather L. Musa, staying on the show made things complicated. The insider said it's not ideal to have two exes who share children working together so closely while their significant others are just standing by. Right. El Moussa proposed to Heather in August 2020 and they just got married. So I guess, is Tarek trying to make it seem like he's going to continue on the show alone? It's
1: kind of how it sounds. I mean, they're both, Heather they're both swing horrible. in.
0: They're both horrible, but Tarek is 100% worse. Oh, really? Well, he was the one who went into the mountains wielding a gun. Well. And he's the one who's always yelling at Christine on the show about like, her expensive tile
1: stop so yeah maybe him and um heather well i could see that because Mm -hmm. they they really like ride or die for each other and they work together as this like fame thirsty couple so they're great for each other and she's also like she knows from real estate also like interior design Mm -hmm. a little bit probably better than tacky pants over there that's actually actually a great point so maybe she's just like sliding in oh my god christina will die
0: formerly el musa now hack will not be well no you deeply on like, because like Tariq and christina were like thirsty in their own right but Tariq and heather are next level are 2.0 yep like beyond i mean the people magazines drops every single day like here is heather ray young's favorite cupcake recipe like they're this out of is my favorite nail polish yeah. color they're anything
1: they could get written up about they yeah. do heather A. young here's what's in my purse like beyond, <laughs> beyond. so thirsty i so, would do here in my purse but do you think their show would be on netflix yeah, that's the other thing. It's, they're like, so HGTV, you said? Yeah. They're like, level up. Or Discovery Plus. But I don't think Heather Rae
0: Young could, could do both. No, she probably would have to stay on Netflix, right? Contractually speaking. Yeah, and they should they should do a show on Netflix. Honestly, I'd watch the shit out of it. Me too. Right? Heather has like, great style.
1: She really does. Great taste. Great taste. Great taste. Great taste. You what? know great taste, right? No, what's that? Do you want? I can tell you when we're done. Oh, okay. When Fine, is my bridal shower. Okay. My first marriage. Oh, okay. Was literally like a hazing session at a sorority. Huh. It was horrible. And there was somebody at the shower who was like, it was like my family v his family. Okay. And every time I'd open a gift from her people, she would go <laughs> like this: great taste. Oh,
0: that's fucking funny, isn't it? Great. And that's every time colors. I'd open one
1: from my people, it was like side eye central. Ooh. One of my bridesmaids laughed crying and said, "I've never felt fatter or poorer."
0: Oh. And I that's said, "Same." Terrible. <laughs> So now great taste. Well, speaking of Netflix, our Live fifth and final on. story, they have a new show. Netflix Reality Games is recruiting the streamers unscripted stars to compete against each other. So the reality worlds are colliding in a new Netflix competition series where fan favorites from The Circle, Love is Blind, and Too Hot to Handle mm-hmm. are going, ahead, going head-to-head on Netflix Reality Games. The streaming service announced on Wednesday... Their knowledge, speed, and strength will be put to the test as they compete against each other across three separate events. Contestants include Too Hot to Handles, Francesca Farrago okay. and Harry Jousing, Okay. The Circles, Joey Sasso and Delisa St. Agath. And Love is Blind's, Lauren Speed Hamilton and Cameron Hamilton. Oh, and Selling Sunset star, Chrishell Staus will host <gasps> the three-episode series, which just launched on Netflix's YouTube channel. Huh. Wow, who cares? I thought it was going to be on TV. YouTube that's crazy oh in the teaser it appears as though Love is Blind's Matt Barnett hits the ground running um and Amber's there too I mean I love the OG cast of Love
1: is Blind so I actually don't watch the show but my wife weirdly does because she refuses to watch anything Bravo right so she's a huge fan but I will say this my boy do you know Chris Burns Fat Carrie Bradshaw Mm-mm. he's you need to meet him he's amazing mm-hmm. he just started a podcast with Netflix with one of the girls from Love is Blind, season one. Oh, who? Uh, Like, if I could, well, it's called, we have the receipts, I pulled it up while I was in here. And I think her name's Lauren? Lauren Speed Hamilton? Mm, I'm looking it right now.
0: Oh my God, yes, Lauren Speed Hamilton. I fucking love her, she was like the best. She's married now, she's been married to
1: someone she met on the show for like a couple years now. It's really cute. So, But I feel like, so the whole show is about reality TV shows on Netflix. Right. So I feel like they're starting to kind of do this like MTV real world, no, world it, rules it, challenge It's feeling thing. like the Disney Channel games. Like, I like it. Where
0: everyone is like getting on different teams and wearing the same colors and competing and it feels a little stupid and childish but yeah. we'll see. I mean it's a YouTube show. I didn't realize. I thought it was going to be on the streaming service so like, yeah. I actually will not. I wonder why they're doing that. Like it's just like I mean they've got some serious slop on there so just throw that on. No, see how it does. They have such shit on fucking Netflix and they're still not going to renew the Society for a season two. Did you ever watch The Society? Uh uh-uh. It was one season of the gr- literally the greatest piece of television I've probably ever watched it's in my life. It's
1: about apocalyptic thingamajiggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Apocalyptic thingamajiggers. thingamajiggers. Yeah. Um, I won't spoil it for you, but it's about like this cast of high school kids who end up in like the most twisted parallel universe, and it's like really crazy. Okay. And we l- got left on such a cliffhanger,
1: and the fucking Netflix canceled it. But it's like the OA. I don't know what that is. What? I'm jealous. Actually, but then I feel sad because it's just yeah, like don't watch the society. Thing, and don't watch the OA. But if you did, like you know what I'm talking about. No, it's, it's so, so good. And they have such trash on there. No offense. I know. Like the circle. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break. I know. But and give me a society season two. So gimme this. Don't put this on YouTube. Give me this on Netflix. Yeah,
0: totally. Like Netflix has such weird priorities. you know did you see they announced they're doing a um like a real in person comedy festival? How so? They're gonna like they're doing in LA like three days of comedy it's like a comedy festival like Just for Laughs or oh shit really yeah
1: is that smart that's very smart because
0: they're really at the helm of like comedy like if you get a Netflix special like your career is
1: made I know on Netflix yeah I know it's crazy gotta get me one of those we'll get you one of those working on it yeah
0: Um. okay well that was with Fast Five Taylor thank you for breaking that down thank you for sharing some inside scoop from the Vanderpump Rules of it all and Ocean's Birthday Party Ocean yes. is Lala's baby, baby. right yeah. yes I get confused between Ocean and Summer because their names are like natural elements and they were born like on the same day <laughs> <laughs> is that fair that's totally fair okay. when i was a kid i used to be like hella confused by julia roberts and sandra bullock like they were the same person no
1: they're so not they're
0: literally the same person <laughs> they're like brunette white ladies <laughs> were there <laughs> ever two celebrities who- julia wait julia roberts and Sandra. she has bullock. red hair like all the time wait i'm sorry lizzie did you hear what Taylor just said julia roberts has red
1: hair pretty woman what? that was like her breakout role she has red hairs what the fuck are you talking about? What the about? fuck are you talking about? You know what? This is going to be the thing that ends our friendship. Literally. Julia <laughs> Roberts has red hair? Um, yeah. Like not all the time, but a lot. And Sandra Bullock has like super dark brown hair.
0: Okay. I'm not going to. De- Maybe Julia
1: has light brown at times. The, the thing is. I'm, I'm livid. Gonna, I can't even look at you I'm right now. I'm not going to
0: defend like me as a child being confused by these two ladies. Because like, sure, it was confusing. But I will not back down on Julia Roberts having red hair. What the fuck are you talking about? That's yeah. red. That's, okay, first of all, we're looking at one picture where she looks blonde. Well, that, yeah, she's um, And by the way, when, when I was a kid, she had like curly red. red. That's not red. It's not dark brown. <laughs> you guys, let us know in the comments. Does Julia Roberts have red hair? <laughs> Now we're gonna dive into Dear Toasters, which is our advice segment. If you ever want to write in <laughs> Toasters at gmail.com is the email. We will read your prompt anonymously, and we will do our best to give non-judgmental advice, but no promises. Yes. And Dear Toasters is brought to you by Canva Pro. Making content is an essential part of what we do to keep the show going, but it hasn't always been been a seamless creative process. So if you look at our Instagram, you know the show is literally fueled by Canva Pro. It is the mo- we don't have a graphic designer. It is the most seamless way to make content for social, for your website. It's easy. You you don't have to be a graphic designer and ever since we found canva pro we can do anything like a pro designing on any device so canva pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks designing with canva pro is amazingly fast and fun choose from thousands of templates that are easy to customize or start from scratch canva pro has end- endless premium fonts photos videos and so much more that add personality and edge to whatever you're designing. So we make all of our guest cards on Canva. We make our schedules while Jackie's away. They're all being made on Canva because not all of us have a wife who's perfect at design and video and everything. Some of us have to do things ourselves. (laughs) Um, And literally any graphic you see on our Instagram is made on Canva. Neither of us are true graphic designers. Canva Pro is the exact thing you need for your business. Whether you're an influencer, you have an Etsy store, it's perfect. Um, their content planner also offers you the ability to save time creating and posting social media content too. You and your team can unlock everything Canva Pro has to offer for just $12.99 a month. Ooh. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. And right now you can get a free 45 day extended trial when you use promo code. Go to canva.com. Sorry, excuse me. No, canva.me slash toast to get your free 45 day extended trial. That's C A N V A dot M-E slash toast. Canva.me slash toast to get the free 45-day extended trial. C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash toast. Okay, ready? I'm going to get it. Yeah, by the way. A do, million percent. Do you use it for like your Taylor Strecker show? I'm, I should start. It's literally all of our, like we don't have a graphic designer. Everything we make and it takes four seconds. Like, oh, I'm And they have it. an app. You can do it on the computer or your phone. Okay, perfect. It's everything. Okay. Hey, hey Claudia and Jackie. Well, hey, Claudia and Taylor. Rude. <laughs> I'm going to cut right to it. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost five years now, and we've been living together for the past two years. He's 30, and I'm 25. Up until, I would say, a year and a half ago, I started to notice that my brothers, who are 31 and 27, feel some type of way about my boyfriend. Hmm. Didn't think too much into it, but then one of my brothers pulled me aside and asked me if everything was okay. I was taken aback because, yeah, everything was totally fine. He laid out his concerns about my boyfriend, saying he's controlling, and I don't come around much anymore. Keep in mind, I have a full-time job. I live about 45 minutes outside of the city with no car, and my one brother lives close to my parents, and the other brother lives with my parents still oh. so of course they're all seeing each other right I told my brother it's not as easy for me to come back to the suburbs every time with a random every time that a random plan pops up we moved on from the convo and then about a year later we are at my brother's wedding overseas and I know my boyfriend was beyond drunk and stupid and very annoying but all of a sudden my parents also mentioned how they've had enough of my boyfriend let's call him Bob so now I'm an emotional wreck one moment I'm annoyed with with how my boyfriend is acting I'm annoyed with how my boyfriend is acting drunk to finding out all my friends and family feel like they don't like my boyfriend anymore. <sighs> now, this is my dilemma. I love my family and I take what they say seriously, but I feel like it has affected my relationship. I feel like I cannot move on without both sides being happy and all getting along. But I also do not want him out of my life. If some sort of understanding does not happen, please help. What side do you take when family and boyfriends don't get along? Sincerely, Ooh. a confused and saddened toaster. I mean, this is tough because yeah. you're obviously like in the relationship, so... Are you saying your relationship's totally fine because it is or because you're delusional and you're being controlled?
1: Like you know, right, exactly. like i I have to assume that your family's never coming from a bad place. Yeah, but n- but not a bad place, but maybe a selfish place. And yeah. a lot of times, it's easier to blame the new partner yep. or even the long term partner than yeah. it is to actually like blame the person in the relationship. Right, like you're not coming around because you live 45 minutes away and everyone lives on the same block. Like that has nothing to do with your boyfriend. Nothing. But it's easy to point the finger, right? And then like if he gets drunk once and it's like he's the drunk one, it's like right. they can't let it go. I also hate when people make just like blanket statements, like he's controlling. Really? When? How? Just give me an example. So like how I was with Mer- Meredith Marks. They hate
0: his outfits. Right. right. Exactly. It's like, like give me something concrete. So you know what? I feel like as much as you probably are. Avoiding these conversations like why don't you sit down with them and be like okay what are you talking about because I'm not seeing what you're seeing so give me some examples of how he's controlling when you felt like I was being controlled when he wasn't being
1: a good partner you can't just say these blanket statements without proof. I've been every, not surprisingly, I've been in every single role that we just heard in that one scenario. Mm-hmm. So like, I have had, okay, so I was married You've to husband. have definitely been the partner. I've definitely been the partner that was disliked by the family <laughs> with husband. Great taste. <laughs> um, I wonder why they didn't like me. Um, <laughs> I mean, we were, everybody had skin in the game on that one. But my parents started to not like him mm in addition to, like, the fighting with his family, but he would always do this thing where we would, because we're from New York, right? So we would be around Boston visiting my parents, and it's, like, a six-hour drive back. Right. So we would leave, and he'd be talking about our dinner reservations on a Sunday night, and my mom felt like he was excited to, to go leave. Home. yeah. And I was like, no, he's just excited about dinner. That's, like, our life is food. And then right. we fight, and then we eat food, and that's, like, how we survive. <laughs> and... But she felt like he was being rude because she was so sad that we were leaving. I mean, and it she is was rude. like It is. But she was like, before him, you'd stay till like late at night. And I was like, well, that's because I was, te- I was like, and you decide for me. Right. And now after him, I still like want to leave at a certain time. And I still want to eat food on Sunday, Sunday night. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. That it's I can't fully blame him. Like my mom thought my now wife was a seductress when we first got together. <sighs> And was taking advantage of me and my, like, new divorcee. So, like, that's the thing is families can be well-intentioned but fucking wrong. That's true. That's definitely true. So, don't, like, and especially if you like your partner a lot and it's really good just between the two of you. There's really no need to, like, just don't end it because of your family. Like, you also, there's a role that you have to play in, like, sticking up for your partner. Like, sometimes, like, with Tay's, like, friends. Oh, my God. She had this big friend group. And I love them, but they're in like now, but in the beginning, Tay was like everybody's closeted lesbian, like girlfriend. Right. So when I came around, she was like no longer available to them mm-hmm. and they resented me for it. But like, it wasn't me, but I'm sure they were like Taylor Strucker's controlling. Right. She's never around anymore. Right. It's her fault. Right. So. No, but when what? you're in
0: a relationship, like, I don't know, it depends on, on who it is and what it is, but like you're supposed to spend the majority of your time like with that person. Yeah. It's like healthy and normal. Right, right. Yeah. So I would definitely continue asking questions. Never stop asking questions. But don't. Unless they really give you a good reason. Sounds like you haven't gotten a good reason to doubt your relationship at all. No. And getting
1: drunk one night doesn't count.
0: I agree. Like, we've all been haven't the person. have we all been there? We've all been the person at a wedding who needed to be carried upstairs by the mayor of a major city. Yeah, that happened to me. I mean,
1: I, I nearly, like, took Jackie's wedding down. Oh, you did? I threw a, I threw a Chanel bag. Karl Lagerfeld died two days later. You I killed left, Karl Lagerfeld. You like, in an
0: Uber? Like, no, I think no my camp. wife
1: left me at the wedding. Oh. I sat at a table <laughs> with Heather McMahon and her mans and cried and flirted with your male cousins. Oh, good, good. I was a shit show. Oh, my God. You know what's so funny? Like, there was so much going on at the wedding. Like, nobody even noticed. You're fine. I harassed... um A pop icon. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay, good, 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 good. Moving on. (laughs) Hello, Claudia and Taylor. Long-time listener, first-time writer. I don't even know how to start this. So the dear toaster from before the maternity leave made me brave enough, and I decided to write in. For context, I'm married and absolutely in love with my husband. For the last year, we've been exploring our sexual fantasies, and we both expressed wanting a threesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, so before, sorry, before We went on maternity leave. Somebody had written in being like this, you know, got, she's a crush at at this guy at work and like he asked if she would have a threesome with, he asked if he, if she would have a threesome with him and his wife. Okay. And so she was, she was the, um, the extra. Yes. And so I was all for it. I'm like, girl, you're young. Just like you might have to leave your job afterwards. But like, if you don't like your job, it's fine. Right. And Jackie was like, don't do it. Don't mix business with pleasure. Jackie was just being like conservative queen, but I was like, go for it. So that's what she's referring to. Okay. Um, me more so than my husband were into the idea. He is more into the watching game, but will participate if that's what I want. The conundrum is that I'm terrified of my public presence. We're not famous by any means, but oh my gosh, what if someone I know is on one of those apps? We recently joined one and even paid for a membership, getting a lot of likes on our photos with our faces blurred, and I'm still too chicken shit to message people back. We don't want a relationship with anyone, purely just a night of fun. I trust my partner and he trusts me, so why am I freaking out even though I initiated this? I know it's not something y'all partake in, but any advice for a wannabe wild woman? I just feel like this would be so fun, but I'm so anxious for some reason sincerely I want to be a wild one okay so I am a conservative queen as well yeah shockingly I know conservative queen in practice but like I really encourage other people to live their best most wild
1: lives (sighs) I'm just so jealous I can't even like begin (laughs) to think about sharing in the bedroom so like I don't even understand how it would even go right well you also have a different dynamic because this girl's in a hetero relationship right but I mean like when she's saying I mean if I would take a straight man into our relationship if he paid the bills and wanted to watch us have sex. But right. that's where it ends. Brian Kelly. <laughs> but um, I mean, listen, she's curious enough to like take those steps. So but obviously the only, there's a desire there. The only reason she hasn't followed through with it is because she's nervous she'll see someone that she knows on this app. But guess what?
0: That person's also on the app. Yeah. So you have nothing to be ashamed of. No, it's like just it, do it. No, or you know what? Drive like an hour outside your city, like go to a bar, like do it the real like the you know the, the old-fashioned way old-fashioned way. If you're <laughs> nervous stranger. About, about? if you're nervous about seeing someone on the app, even though I didn't know they made apps for that. I didn't either. What's it called? Well, the thing, though, is... Really? Maybe you'll find Claudia on there. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. No, by the way, the thing is, like, I could never have a threesome. No. No. Mm -mm. First of all, I'm, like, so unbelievably jealous. And I'm so unbelievably famous. Like, everyone would be talking about (laughs) it.
1: So uh, See, I'm so unbelievably jealous and so unbelievably insecure. Like, nobody can see me naked. If you had... Oh, by the way. That's the real reason I will never have a threesome.
0: If by some ma- like if if I wake up one day, it's like Freaky Friday, and I wake up in the body <laughs> of like a sickening model. Sure, I'll have a million threesomes. <laughs> Until that day, absolutely not. Um, if you had to, like, gun to your head, if you had to bring someone into your relationship for one night, like a bed in the bed, would you bring some... a man or a woman?
1: Oh, a man. Because you've sure. done both. A man would Taylor for Donna, sure. You'd be okay with that. Um. I would bring in a man because I'm so competitive. Right. So like we have to bring in the dingling so that way there's like I'm not comparing my bod. Right. Um I I have a really good friend from kindergarten. Is that who you want to bring in? And he just got married this past like fall and after the wedding we it, 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 he married a man. Um and we played spin the bottle. <gasps> and I was so jealous there weren't even words. So like What happened? We just, they were just like, I, I've never played spin the bottle in my entire life. Like, you guys, I could barely handle gay guys and gay women playing spin the bottle. Right, so did you have to kiss anyone? Yeah, but I got to kiss my friend Chris. Was it passionate? And it was kind Steamy. of like everything, because we knew each other since we were in kindergarten. Tongue? Tongue? And we were in love in kindergarten. Tongue? But we weren't allowed to kiss in kindergarten. Tongue? No tongue, I don't do tongue. I said to Tay, no fucking tongue. <laughs> Who did Tay kiss? She got to kiss... Chris's husband, Zenon. Was it just the four of you? He's going to fucking kill me that I'm saying their names was on Was it air. just the four of you? No, it was oh. like a lot of people from the morning. Oh my that actually sounds so fun. It was fun, but also not. Do you know what I'm you saying? You I would leave crying. Like if Ben kissed anyone, I would seriously like die. But so afterwards, Tay was like, well, because we want to have kids and we're going to look at sperm donors. Yeah. And she was like, well, if we want to have Swap. kids with Chris and Zenon, we could do it the old-fashioned way. Right. Biggest fight of our life. Why? So that's <laughs> because I say a man. Even a gay man I could get in a fight with. That is so funny. And I saw Chris recently and I was like... If we come, they're gonna be like in France. I was like, if we come to France with you, like, no, no joke, like don't even joke about an orgy. Right. And he was like, No, after spin the bottle, I understand like you're psychotic. Because
0: then the both of you could get pregnant and then you could both have babies for both of you. I know, right? It'd be so cute. I know, but I can't handle it. No, of course not. But anyway, live your best life, girl. Yeah, I think just like if it's something you really want to do, like just do it. And if if you're worried about seeing someone else on the app, just remember that person's also on the app. They're worried yeah. about seeing other people, they're not gonna be looking at you, they're gonna be like, is anyone looking at me? It's fine, just do it. It's obviously a fantasy of yours, and I feel like you'll be really excited after it's done. Yeah, do it. And also,
1: if you do do it, can you let us know
0: how it went? Yeah, so we always encourage people to write in with updates. They never do. Um, (laughs) And it's so fucking annoying, they just leave us hanging. (laughs) Please, write us in with an update. All right, here's our third and final one. I'm seeking some friendship advice. I've met my friend almost two years ago out drinking one night. For some background, I'm in my mid-20s, and my friend Anna is in her early 30s. Anna recently broke up with her toxic boyfriend and moved out of his apartment to live by herself. Before moving out, we probably saw each other every other weekend. Now that she lives by herself, all of her free time isn't consumed by him. She's been up my ass, and I cannot handle it. She texts me every single day and sometimes multiple times a day. I'm not the biggest texter. (laughs) You <laughs> the look I have a long distance boyfriend and we don't even text as frequently as she texts me Ugh. the texts have uh, have started to give me the friendship ick it's really the only way I can describe it I got this term from watching too much Love Island every little thing is starting to annoy me with her now and I don't know what to do do I just start ignoring her texts I've tried this before and she then she thinks I'm mad at her I don't think I feel comfortable telling her because I don't want her to think that I'm not there for her I attached a recent text thread so you can see what I mean oh, any please. advice is appreciated okay the girl wrote hope you had a good night Wish you guys were here tomorrow night. Love you. Sleep well. That's at Thursday, 9.50. Okay. Friday, 5.20 p.m. Hi, baby. Saturday, 9.13. Hope you're having a good weekend, my babe. (laughs) Sunday, 11.56. Love you. (laughs) Yeah, that's like like a guy who like wants. That's really, look, like that's. Oh, wow. This is the thing. (laughs) In this life, there's two kinds of people. People who have overwhelmingly blue text messages and people who have overwhelmingly gray text messages. If your message threads with your friends and family are all blue, meaning you're the one who sent them, like, you need to reevaluate your life and like, yeah. spend less time on your phone and yeah. maybe realize the people in your life like don't fuck with you. And if you have so many gray messages, that's like, oh my God, I'm so popular. Maybe I should respond to more people in a time of fashion. <laughs> How many unopened text messages do you have on your phone right now? Today? Yeah. Want to take a guess? Yeah. Guess? 764 more 1212 oh my god that's psychotic you want to know how many i have (laughs) 11 because they've acquired while i've been sitting here and i'll I'll open them after and respond to them accordingly
1: um listen a lot of that's from like drizzly i order a lot of alcohol yeah i know but why don't you just open them and then like why do you have to leave them unopened i don't know i feel like they're like somehow they're gonna hack my identity oh my god (laughs) you are showing your age here at the morning toast
0: (laughs) oh man well let's have this girl like The thing is, do you want to be friends with this girl in perpetuity, or you've seen what you've seen and you're good? Like, because if you're done with her, just stop answering. But that is kind of rude to like leave someone when they're going through a hard time. Like, I know you could be next. You know, like it's always easy to be like high and mighty when things are going well for you. But you know, we're all like minutes away from an impending something: losing our job, breakup, mental breakdown. And so, like, if you're not there for the people in your life who are going through a hard time. They're not going to fucking be there for you either. And karma's a bitch. And nothing, I always think when things are going well for me, I'm like, oh, something bad's about to happen. Like, I know. And you know, like something bad like went on in my personal life. Like, 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 eight months ago. Uh-huh. And now I feel like, oh my God, it's only been eight months since, like, something bad has happened to me. Like, I'm ready for my next bad
1: thing. Oh, God. I, I know, I get it. It's a terrible way to live. I feel like, maybe develop some sort of a system. Like, you can take the weekends off, but then, like, give her, like, a phone date. Like, I don't know, on a, God, like a Wednesday like a or something. Yeah. Give her maybe something, because she's going through it right now. But, like, I also understand, like, Especially on the weekends, yeah. Just know she's reaching out because she like needs someone to talk to. Like, isn't that sad? But that yes, it's sad. But it's also a responsibility and obligation. Is like I, like nothing yeah. triggers me more than obligation, a burden. Like, I love a bitch that's like. Hey, let's do something, but also we also don't have to.
0: Yeah, I also love a friendship, and I feel like our friendship is like totally. This, like, we never need to talk. We
1: really don't talk never. But then
0: it's like we'll have to go for like you know a bi monthly meal to catch up on everything. Yes, but then we do. Yeah, and I just don't really believe like friendships. If you live in the same city as the person, friendship should be maintained via text message. Like you don't need to be texting your friends all that much unless there's like something going on. It's like let's go out to eat. Uh-huh. We'll catch up on everything we could have texted about for a
1: week. Yep. I'm I had wrong. a friend from college. We're not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. I asked her to please downgrade me because she required too much yeah and there was a point where she was going through something hard genuinely hard a parent was passing away it was Mm. awful horrible horrible and one of our mutual friends like said to me hey um something just happened um there was like addiction involved so that's like why it was like such a long drawn out thing and our friend was like oh something bad happened with so-and-so's parent just text her so I texted I said hey so-and-so told me about something that happened how are you and she said to me you know, that's really annoying that someone had to tell you. And I said, why? I'm like, I didn't know. Like, if you need me, please let me know and I will be there for you. And she was like, no, I need friends that check in so frequently mm. that they know what's what I'm going through. Mm. And I said, well... Girl, like, I I want to be there for you, but I can't, like, change my complete genetic makeup. Right, yeah. So, no, some people
0: are like that. Like, and I have a lot of friends who I actually feel bad who, like, text all the time. Like, they're so good. And, like, if it weren't for them, like, maybe we'd never keep in touch. But, like, for me, I'm just not that girl. Like, text me, we'll go to lunch, and we'll catch up on everything.
1: Yeah, if you need me, you need
0: to let me know you need me. Yeah, me too. And, I, and I'm never shy about, like, telling my friends, like, I need you to show
1: up to this. Exactly.
0: Um. So with this girl, like, I guess just evaluate where you want to have this friendship be up but also don't be a bitch because she's obviously going through something. Yeah, exactly. Like, would it kill you to have a little compassion?
1: Maybe give her like, I don't know, what should she give her? Once a week? Xanax? <laughs> like give her Xanax? in-person hang once a week? Uh, that's a lot. We don't even hang out that
0: much and you're like I one know, of my best friends. I know. So what should she give? Once a week phone call. Fine. For like the next two months. FaceTime. Yeah, Zoom face and face, FaceTime. Because you could like, you know, answer emails while also like still being a att- you know, exactly. Attentive. And you'll have to like walk out your front door. Right, right, right. Which is
1: the worst part. The in more world. hardest
0: part. <laughs> um, well that was Dear Toasters. And if you guys ever want to write in, the email is DearToasters at gmail.com. That's how you can get to us, and we'll always keep your shit anonymous and we'll try our best to give good healthy advice. That is our show. Yes. That was Taylor Strecker on the toast. She will definitely be back mm-hmm. while Jackie's on maternity leave. So tomorrow we've got Sophia Franklin, and the next day we have Josh Peck. So it's a great lineup for the rest of the week. Taylor, you're a queen. If you guys like what you heard here, the Taylor Strecker Show on Patreon is two hours of daily radio, Monday through Friday. Yep. It's patreon.com slash the Taylor Strecker Show. Yep. Amazing, and follow Taylor on Instagram. She needs the followers, Please. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show. Julia Roberts does not have red hair. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) (laughs) If you're watching this episode on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast, anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. Wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Taylor, I love you. Toasters, I love you. Have an amazing day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Happy hump day. Bye.